Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Thursday, May 20th, 2021. I am Andrew Hansen, riding solo today for a one-game NBA showdown slate. As Coach has the day off, he'll be back tomorrow. But man, what an exciting one-game slate here. Indiana and Washington play-in game for the eight seed in the Eastern Conference. After an exciting night of NBA last night, both games right down to the wire, not very high scoring, but intense, great back and forth between Steph and LeBron late. Uh, and it's been a great week so far here for drama uh, and uh, looking forward to tonight. This one should be a lot higher scoring than last night. Indiana and Washington will get into some of these games, but they have really lit up the scoreboard. And I think that will adjust our strategy a little bit. We'll, we'll talk about that as we go. But I'm going to try to get everybody ready for the showdown slate on DraftKings and FanDuel. And we'll talk uh, about some different strategies on the two sites because it is a, certainly a different format. And it's been a while since we've had a chance to get into that. I remember vividly last summer, uh, it felt like for a while there, Coach and I were just dealing with the showdown slate through the finals uh, and sometimes during the conference finals, of course, too. So. We certainly have a lot of experience uh, in this area, and we have had some shows where we've really gone in depth on strategy, and so those are available in our library on YouTube. But we'll uh, hit a couple of those points today and tomorrow and uh, continue with that throughout the playoffs. So I had a, a good night last night on FanDuel with the GPP lineup. That was a top 10%. Cash lineups were just a guy or two off. But uh, we're going to adjust here tonight to the one-game slate and try to build some terrific lineups. All right. Now, 8 o'clock tip. Let's make sure we get that first. 8 o'clock tonight, a little bit later, we have uh, 237.5 is the total with BetUS.com.pa, our presenting sponsor. Washington favored by 3.5 at home. Now, how about the games that these two teams have played? And they've been playing a lot recently. Uh, they are familiar with each other. Uh, three games since March 29th, two games in May already. And Washington won all three of them, all high scoring, 132 to 124, 154 to 141, and then 133 to 132 in overtime. Tough to beat a team four times, four for four. Um, but uh, Indiana is a little bit shorthanded. We've got Levert still out, Turner out, Lamb out. Question marks for Brogdon and Sumner. They both played in that last game, that easy win over Charlotte, uh, as Indiana continued to have high-scoring games, 144 to 117. Uh, Brogdon didn't have to play many minutes with the hamstring, but he should be ready to roll. Sumner only played seven minutes in the first half. You know, uh, he didn't play in the second. They didn't need him. You know, will he play more today? Probably, but uh, not not the key value play I'm looking at here. Uh, that is one question mark here in terms of injury that I am rather concerned about. Uh, full health on the Washington side. So uh, we we have a little trend here started in the playoffs where everybody seems to get healthy. Uh, all the Lakers probable tags disappeared. Uh, so this is this is really fun uh, to get everybody out there playing and to have this one and done situation. Um, so we've had really high scoring games with these teams. Why does that matter on a one game slate? Well, I think because you get more possessions, 
some of these bench guys, it's a little bit easier for them to hit value. Um, and of course, you're not comparing it to another game on a big slate, but it can come into play on DraftKings specifically. And why is that? Because on DraftKings, when you select your captain, you get the 1.5x return on your fantasy points, but obviously you have to pay 1.5x the salary. On FanDuel, you get 2x the fantasy points, but you don't have to change the salary. So you might as well just get the guy in at the MVP spot who you think is going to be the highest scorer in the game. On DraftKings, it doesn't necessarily work because you're paying 1.5x. So do you want to put Westbrook there as the likely high scorer on the slate and pay 1.5x that monstrous salary? I think you can do it. Uh, I, I think it does work. You can you can put Westbrook out there with a Sabonis and still fill out your roster with decent options, guys who are going to be in the rotation. But on DraftKings in an NBA showdown slate, I do think it's always worth considering looking at a mid-tier guy or a value guy as your MVP, uh, your captain. Uh, it gives you a, a different build, especially in GPPs. And depending on the game, depending on the prices, it can be a major edge. Um, so why, again, does this tie into the high-scoring nature of this game with Washington number one in pace for the season, Indiana number five, Washington still below average defensively, they're 18th. Indiana a little bit better, they're 11th, and uh, the, the offenses here are, are average in terms of efficiency. But these teams have shown three times in a row when they get together, they get up and down the court and they score a ton. So with these extra possessions, extra fantasy points, if you take a guy in the mid-tier on DraftKings, anywhere you know five to 6,000 or a, a value play, uh, 2,500 to 4,000, if one of those guys can get 30 or 40 fantasy points, that is usually the benchmark I use for considering them for the captain spot on DraftKings. Because if you get, uh, let's say, a, five, a 5K guy and he puts up 40 fantasy points, you get that 1.5X, all of a sudden it's 60. And then you, you jam in West Burke and Sabonis, and then that fourth guy in the utility spot, uh, all of a sudden is a much better player than what you had in there before when you had Westbrook as the uh, captain. You had a couple, um, you know, back end of the rotation guys to fill out your lineup. So that's the that's the way I like to play around with the showdown slate in NBA on DraftKings. Look at the pricing. Try to project out who's going to score the most fantasy points. Usually, if Westbrook is playing in any game, it's him. But you have to compare that to how you think everybody else is going to do and which mid-tier or cheap guy do you think can really smash where you might consider not putting Westbrook as the captain. So I'm going to continue to do that today, and we'll talk through some of these options here. Uh, but let's look at these matchups a little bit and the, the rotation for the Indiana side. Brogdon, you know, although he came in with that question mark, did start in Levert's absence out with the health and safety protocols. You had Justin Holiday, McDermott, Brissett, and Sabonis. I think that'll be the same starting five here again today. Uh, Sabonis was pretty efficient while he was out there. He is pretty expensive today. 
but again, I think he'll get you know a much better run than those 21 minutes because I think this one will be close. I think it'll be very hard fought. I mean, I cannot wait to watch Westbrook with the, the season on the line. And then you've got Sabonis on the other side with that tremendous skill for his size. Brogdon, uh, so um, you know, fundamentally sound. And then a lot of other f- fun guys, of course, with Beal and company. But I think Brogdon will get a better run. And so although he's expensive, he's still in play. The three other guys, other than Sabonis, I think are an uh, an important trio to look at here. Holiday, McDermott, and Brissett. So McDermott, of course, came out just blazing hot in that game against Charlotte. He owned the first quarter and didn't need him much in that second half down the stretch. So he, he and... Uh, Justin Holiday both played 26 minutes. I think they probably play a couple more here, so there's a little bit better chance that they hit value or really exceed it. I mean, McDermott certainly hit value, but uh, you know he didn't finish off the pace he started because they didn't need him to. But I think those guys are worth considering. We know that Washington doesn't defend very well. They don't defend the three-point shot very well, which is a big part of the game of Holiday and McDermott. So those guys are in play. They're very similar in that mid-tier price range. Brissett is also on my radar here. I really like how he's played towards the end of the season. There was a little stretch there where he was just playing 24 minutes a game and wasn't as involved offensively after that big outburst there for a few games. But then right at the end of the season, that last regular season game, he had a big game against Toronto. I watched the the, the home crew interview him after the game. He was in great spirits. And it just seemed like he's really settling in, uh, getting more confidence with all of these minutes and all the pr- production he's had at the end of the season. So I like Brissett here. And then Sabonis, you know, he has just been on a mission. He's had monster games against Washington. I mean, we're talking like 35-point double-doubles with 32-19-9. and nine. Uh, you know, almost to the point where you think there's a chance he could outscore Westbrook. We know Westbrook really struggled in that last game against Boston, much tougher defensive matchup. Um, and so I, I still pick Westbrook as the high scorer here. But Sabonis, it's certainly possible. Uh, so that would really be a way to get different as a GPP on FanDuel if you really if you are going to still pay up for Westbrook, but put him in that star spot, the 1.5 X and, and have Sabonis in the MVP, uh, that, that could pay off. It'll certainly be much lower owned than the, the reverse. Looking at the, uh, Indiana bench, we've got TJ McConnell, of course, major factor here. And then Aaron holiday, Keelan Martin and, and Goga. I think those are, you know, along with Sumner, and we just don't know about his minutes. So those are the 10 guys I think you want to consider as potential uh, factors in the rotation. McConnell, of course, the most trustworthy, but the most expensive. Uh, Aaron Holiday and Keelan Martin, these are guys that could come into play on both sites because of their prices. Um, in in recent, uh, the last couple of weeks here, they've both generally ranged somewhere between 15 to 25 minutes. And I don't typically play Aaron Holiday in that type of role. He's just not great per minute. Uh, Martin has a little more of an explosive upside with the scoring, uh, bigger size, 
can get some stuff done defensively. So I, I probably give him the slight edge. Um, but these guys, their minutes aren't absolutely locked in. You know, with uh, the, the season on the line here, Indiana has played their starters big minutes when necessary, even when it hasn't been completely necessary. Brogdon and Sabonis have had uh, big minutes all season. Uh, so, you know, those guys could get squeezed out a little bit in terms of minutes. Uh, Goga, man, was he great in that first game. Double-double in 19 minutes, a bunch of stocks. Uh, really smashed. Now, uh, could he do it again? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, a, a lot went right for him to get that many fantasy points in that run. So certainly not counting on a similar output. Um, but he's in consideration as well. All right, before we transition to the Washington side, just want to invite folks to uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. We'd certainly appreciate that so you know when these podcasts post. We're going to do one every day of the postseason, uh, the NBA playoffs here. This is our bread and butter, so uh, we'd love to have you as a member as well. Jump in at DFSCoachTalk.com, try our three-day pass, and then if you like what you see, grab our NBA playoff package. The rest of the playoffs, two months only $111. You get a, a nice discount off our monthly. And with that NBA playoff package, it's just for that time period. But you still get access to all of our sports. Baseball lineups every day. Golf lineups twice a week with the uh, the regular four-day tournament. And then the weekend lineups. And then NFL, of course, is right around the corner. So DFSCoachTalk.com to sign up for a membership. And then if you have any questions, reach out to us on Twitter at DFS Coach Doc. All right, how about these Wizards? Coming in with a tough, disappointing loss to Boston. Uh, as I mentioned, Westbrook had a, a tough a tough go of it, uh, dealing with Marcus Smart and company. Beal was solid, uh, but didn't quite smash. His buddy Tatum on the other side was the star of that show. But Westbrook has been the star of this show against Indiana. How about these game logs 35 14 and 21 Beal didn't play that one but how about 14 21 and 24 assists and then 33 19 and 15 in the last ma matchup while Beal was scoring 50 actual points so you know it's just hard to imagine that Westbrook doesn't smash again we do have Brogdon uh so could slow him down a tiny bit. But we do also know that Brogdon is a little bit limited with the hamstring. So they may rotate around. Brogdon's probably not at 100% defensively, and you kind of need to be to really have any sort of a chance of staying in front of Westbrook and, and containing him yeah, to any degree. So I do like Westbrook here. I, I really have a hard time uh, envisioning uh, putting a lineup together without him. Uh, the pricing is set up, as I look at it, on both sites in such a way that you can play him, and you probably need to because this is, again, one of those situations where it's going to be a surprise to me if he's under 60 fantasy points, and it will be no surprise to me if he's over 75 again. So I think he uh, pushes and pushes, and Indiana pushes right back. So you get extra possessions for Westbrook. Uh, how about the rest of the starters here? We we saw Neto slide back into the starting lineup despite that probable tag. Didn't do much in his 17 minutes. 
Uh, Ish Smith was was better off the bench. They're in the same price range, and I again I prefer Ish here uh, because when he comes in, uh, it's really his job to push and run the offense. So if Neto starts again, I prefer Ish. Beal is in consideration here, but he's probably the third third guy I'm looking at behind Westbrook and Sabonis in most lineups. I think it would be uh, the more of the GPP uh, approach to try to get Beal involved here. Uh, it's just tough to get all three of those guys. And then Rui and Lynn as the other likely starters. You know, Rui uh, had quite a uh, interesting uh, outing there with Boston, only playing 17 minutes. Uh, he did have five fouls, but that is a concern. Uh, if you want to pay that type of price tag, you want more than 17 minutes as a starter. And I would expect him to get more. He's 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 been decent here against Indiana this season, but he really can be inconsistent. And if he doesn't get enough shots he usually does not come close to hitting value. So he's not my favorite tonight. Len, uh, low minutes again in the last game. He is he is very cheap, uh, but he d- doesn't have Turner to go against. Uh, so wouldn't project him to get any more than 16 minutes. With the other bench guys, uh, we're going to continue the theme here. Not really interested in Matthews, Hutchison, these guys that play... 10 to 16 minutes, may only get a few shots. It's really one of the the big the bigs potentially. It's Bertans, uh, Lopez, and Gafford. Gafford significantly more expensive than Lopez. He's really in a different tier on this slate, even though it's only a, a couple thousand. That that's big, because again, if you go Westbrook and Sabonis. Uh, you know, Gafford is is tough to afford if uh, you want another solid guy or, or two, uh, and of course you do. So tough to get to Gafford. Um, he he is explosive. Uh, Lopez against Boston, you know, didn't quite get it done, and it was one of those games where he just barely missed a couple rebounds. Almost would have had the offensive rebound and put back, but didn't quite get it. Um, you know, so he, I think he'll still get his opportunity and he's worth considering, you know, 2,200 on DraftKings. That's a, that's a decent price for a utility guy who could get t- 20 minutes and could easily get 25 fantasy points. So I, I would look at him potentially cause there's just not, there's no one else in that price range in this game that I see that has that sort of upside. Everybody else below that, I think, is unplayable. Um, it would be a you know a major upset for them to hit value. So I, I I look at him as probably the last guy on DraftKings in terms of pricing that you might want to consider. All right, I think that gives us a, a nice overview here of both teams. Uh, a couple strategy points. Uh, if you have any questions about any of this, please reach out to me on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Language Olympic. You can also reach out to Coach. He is at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. We will be back tomorrow for the one-game slate in the Western Conference, and then we'll get back after it with some bigger slates starting this weekend. But I'm looking forward to uh, this one-game slate. Uh, 
going to be a great matchup, but very entertaining. Uh, and I hope you all enjoy it and have great DFS experiences tonight. So uh, that will do it for today. On behalf of the DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Andrew Hansen, and we'll see you tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS.